Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. Michelle Hollander, welcome to the Center of the Universe. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. We were talking just before we started recording. You are from Ashland. Yes. So when you say from Ashland, tell me tell me what that means. So my um, I grew up in the Ashland area, uh, just right on the other side of the 95 exit, and um, went to high school at Patrick Henry. And my parents met at Patrick Henry, so they are also from Ashland. And when you say other side of 95, um, I live over there now. Yeah, like the Godden Hill Road area. I used to uh, ride sleds down that when I was a kid. That was an epic place. Did you sled down that? Absolutely. That's. I think they're like my second or third cousins over there, but uh-huh. now it's all overgrown with trees. Yeah, so you mean like across, so like where Godden Hill Road is, and then you cross over to Godden Road, where you can go, if you go too fast, you go into a pond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is overgrown now, but that was one of the best places to go sledding. We used to actually end up in the water if we went too fast. I, I was never, I never, I guess I didn't, yeah, I, I, I didn't go that fast. Um, when, you, when you're a bigger person, it's when, easier to get I don't want to say out. that, but I'm no, like, no. I'm very small. Let, let's, let's just say I'm bigger than you are. <laughs> you're bigger than I <laughs> But am. we won't go any farther in describing <laughs> how, much, how much bigger I am than you. Well, very cool. So you are uh, an artist. Yes. When, how old were you when you knew you were an artist? When I decided that I wanted to be an artist, I was 34. Come on. Um, so it's a, it's a new thing when I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do and I'm going to, um, I'm going to go for it. Wait a minute. So let's back up. When you were in high school, what did you want to be? I didn't know what I wanted to be. What did you try to do? I loved, I have always loved design, um, creating things. Uh, I never saw being an artist as like a viable path. Um, I just, guess, just cause you're going to struggle too much and very few people make it being an artist. Well, I guess I just didn't know the ways that you could be an artist and, and live like, and live like that. I guess there's a, a reputation for artists to, um, you know, not really have a career path or some sort of business that they create. But um, yeah, so growing up, I just never, it never, I never thought to, to do it. Um, so so I, I didn't really start painting like I do now until I was 34. But I took some art classes. Um, I took my first art class when I was a senior in high school. And then when I was a freshman in college, I took my first painting class and I loved it. The teacher loved me, I was great. Um, And then I never took any more painting classes because you can't make money being a painter. So. um, So I I have a lot of questions here. What were you gonna study in college if it wasn't art? Graphic design. So So the same thing. Yeah, related, but in a digital format. Um, and I did study a lot of art in college, um, but nothing like the application, the actual application of what I do now. Um, 
but the back-end design element part of that I did learn that part in college and then after college I I ended up getting a degree in business but after college I got a job as a graphic designer for a sign company um, I did that for a couple of years when I was living in Florida and I um, I had moved down to Florida because I started dating my now husband and uh, I was working I just got a job as just from a newspaper I was a receptionist at a vet clinic and there was an ad while I was there for a graphic designer and they needed somebody immediately and I told him that I didn't have a degree, I could kind of figure out Illustrator, even though that's not what they were using. Um, and he needed somebody immediately. So I kind of just learned the program and the concepts of graphic design and signage while on the job. And it's still one of my favorite jobs that I've ever had. So today you do hand painting yes. effectively. That, that, there's probably a more eloquent way to say that, but graphic design, I, I literally don't know how you do it. Is it point and click with a mouse sort of thing? Are you writing code of any sort? Or are you actually drawing, but it's just with a cursor? Well, so there are different ways that you can do it and you can do it with a cursor. So there's right now there are a few different programs that I use, mainly Illustrator and Procreate. So Illustrator is a uh, a graph design program where you can type in elements and it's a vector format, which means that um, every shape has a line, whereas with Procreate it's a Procreate it's a vector format, so you have all like the little pixels and squares that you have. Um, and I'll bounce between the two of them, between drawing and then text, um, seeing whichever one works best for for the job. You enjoy both equally? Uh, I do, I do. I either enjoy both or I get bored with one or the other, and. Um, Whichever one works best. I love Procreate though because I can have that on my tablet and I can just be in bed and and I guess you would call it work. It doesn't feel like it, but I can play around with it however I want and not have like a big mess of, of actual paint. Okay, so uh, you're doing graphic design and you're doing those sorts of roles until you're 34? No, so I only did that for a couple years and then uh, Tyler, my husband, and I decided to move back to Ashland because we missed our families. We wanted to get married and, um, and start a family. And then when I moved back to Ashland, I joined my family's business, and I was in commercial playground equipment sales for close to 10 years. And then... That's after that. That's when I decided I wanted to do my my thing, what I liked the best, what I thought I would be. Just I always felt like there was something that I needed to provide that I could give, and that is that's what it was was the art. Uh, give, enjoy, and make money, or is it one or two of those? Give, enjoy, and make 
all uh, I think it's all of those. Okay. Yeah. And it's, and do they play? Do they support each other? So because you are giving and enjoying, it leads to being a sound business as well. I think so. Um, I I can't imagine. Yeah, I guess it's a sound business as well. Um, you are for profit. Yes, I am for profits, <laughs> um, and I, but I do love working with um, communities. I worked with um, Hanover County Adult Services, mm-hmm. and I did a mural for them last year, and I feel like places like that are underserved, and you know, just having. I feel like we're a product of our like environment and then like our spaces affect how we feel and um, how people act and just even simple colors or just seeing something pretty can like lift somebody's mood and it's important for, for everybody to be surrounded with something, something beautiful that they can be proud of. Um, and that's one of the it's not a scene, you know, publicly, like it's not on the side of a building, but um, it still brings a lot of joy to other people that would see it. All right, so we're not telling anybody where we're recording right now, but we are in a space that uh, does not belong to either one of us. Uh, how would you describe the space we're in? It's a rectangle. Um, what, what emotions <laughs> should this evoke, this room? Calm, productive. It's a little creative, but we're going to get something accomplished. Okay. And what you typically uh, create, what emotions does that typically Depends on the person. Depends Mm -hmm. on... The client. Yes. Depends on the client. What are they trying to do? So, you know, one person may want to have a room that really energizes people, that they want to feel excited in, um, really turn them into... You know, feel like you're somewhere else, or you could have a room that is calming, um, something where you kind of want to bring the energy level lower, or maybe you want to have a room that's inspirational. But you don't have to be so literal with all of those things. You can come in many different forms, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, if I gave you a room with all white walls, and I told you I just want people to be happy and content. What, what immediately pops in your mind? My, my immediate thought would be, please send me a Pinterest board of what you would like. What is a Pinterest board? A, I don't even know what that means. A Pinterest board. I need to see pictures. So, like, it's so hard to come up with something just, just out of my mind because what I think... I would like may not be necessarily what you would like. So the client has to speak to you. Oh yeah. You have to tell me what you want. And, um, yeah, I need to know what the client is expecting. And then I really get my inspiration from them. I'm not, I'm not so much of an artist as much as like a collaborator with somebody else. So I feel like I'm the vessel that wants to bring your vision to 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 life okay so it's almost like you're uh an interpreter a bit i guess so yeah a creative interpreter yes yes okay name of your company is mh studios uh uh, 
have you thought about renaming it? I've thought about it. Um, thought about it, and I just can't. I need to hire. That somebody I should hire for. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not creative in that way. I words are so hard for me. <laughs> You majored in business, so maybe that's more about numbers. Than I anything. like. I love numbers. Um, I've always wanted my own business, always, even before um, becoming an artist. And it's funny that I have always had an artistic ability, ability, but I've never figured out how to bring that value to to other people, or even just brought them together. Um, but yeah, business. My my family has a business. My I come from, I guess, a family of entrepreneurs, and um, they've always put a lot of emphasis on being independent. Um, you know, everything's figure outable. Um, creatively, both of my parents are creative, but in different ways. Growing up, my dad has always been very handy. Mm. Um, like his garage has every single tool. He has plasma cutters, welders, um, just the other. And he got me really comfortable with using those things. And then my mom's also creative, like with sewing or um, sewing, baking. She's a great cook because um, that's creative too. Absolutely. So, but neither of them really... They're not the best artists. Mm. So somehow it's made it to all of us siblings. Because um, I have a, my sister is an artist and we're all self taught. And my brother, he is um, more, I like to call it functionally creative with his tools and skills he's mm. a he can uh, weld a lot of great things but we're all we're all creative and we're all business-minded um, just because we feel it's important to be independent yeah that's great yeah it takes guts too right it does it takes a little guts yeah which is challenging in a way yeah everything's what, what was the term you just used you, you made up a new word everything is uh, figure outable figure outable <laughs> I think that's right yeah but just, I guess it's a matter of how do you deal with the anxiety before you figure it out and how long does it take you to figure it out? Oh, yeah. Because time is money in a for-profit business. It is. It is. It is. Um, yeah, everything's figure-outable. It's just, it's just figuring it out. And it may not be the best decision, but, you know, you always have to learn from, from your mistakes. Yeah, sometimes you just have to move and see how it plays and adjust from there. Yeah. All right, so from the time you said, hey, I think I want to start my own thing to the time you actually started, how long did that take and what was that journey like? So I was watching Moana one day with my kids. For the first time or like the 80th time? For the first time. Okay. And she was like, and um, she was like, had that song, Do You Know Who You Are? And I was like, I don't <laughs> know who I am. Who's having a bigger impact on you than it was your kids? <laughs> I was like, and I've, it was at a time in my life where I was so engulfed in new motherhood and I, we were living in the country and I felt like I had lost myself and I remember that I had liked painting and that I was good at it and I should just try it out and do it again. 
And at that time, we were going to a lot of um, polo matches on the weekends up at King Family Vineyards. And I painted my first painting of a polo player. And the next week, when it had finished, I found the polo player and I showed it to him. This was oil painting on canvas kind of thing? It was an oil painting on canvas. It was about a 24 by 36 painting, so it was pretty big because I never liked painting small. Mm. Um, and he bought it. He bought it immediately. And after that, I just started doing commissions. I kept, I was asked about, um, you know, a lot of pet portraits house portraits um word of mouth that's how you got it just word of mouth okay. mostly um never really posted anything i was really shy about it and that was back in 2017 why were you so shy about it well you're always afraid of rejection mm. what if it's not good enough and that's always that's a big challenge but you'll, ne you'll never art. know you'll never know unless you put it out there right no, you'll never know. But then again, like nobody, not, you're never going to please everybody with your art. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't like it. And that's okay. So it's taken a lot to realize that when somebody doesn't like your stuff, that it's not a reflection on you. They just don't, they just don't like. It's not their thing. It's not their thing. And that's fine. No. Because I know that you and I, we don't like everything. We like different things and that's fine. Yeah. Um, so that's when I, I started, um, that's when I started to do a little bit more, more paintings like that. But then, um, I was volunteering one year for the float committee for my son's school and it was a new school and, um, I kind of just went in there, helped out a little bit and they they really liked my stuff. I didn't go in there saying, oh, I'm an artist, let me, let me I'm do just all a mom, stuff. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm just here to help. Um, but they, they, they really liked what I did with the float. What were you doing with the float? Because now we're talking about three dimensions, right? Now or we're talking, well, it was like a, I wanna say it was a side panel, maybe a, um, like a snowman or something. Um, but then they found out that I liked to paint, and then they asked me if I could do um, do something for their hallway. So that was the first mural job that I got was from uh, volunteering for the float committee, and then I ended up painting probably a hundred feet worth of paw prints down the hallway, and then that turned into some like a. I did a seal, like a circle, if you can imagine a circle with, you know, your your city and your state and then their logo in the center of it, like an emblem. And then I did um, some signage at the front hall or the front entrance and then, then I ended up doing my first mascot um, on their doors. And then that whole thing, that whole job turned into the flyer that I would send out to to everybody mm. for my outreach. Okay. And how did you do the outreach? Um, cold call, email. So when I was working at my family business, I was in sales. So I got very comfortable with 
rejection in that way. Putting yourself out there and getting rejected most of the time. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's all it's all numbers. The more people that you're outreach, somebody's gonna say yes. Um, if your hit rate's ten percent, talking to hundred people is better than talking to eighty people. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's um, that's how I got started. That's really cool. Yeah. So today is most of your work in Hanover County. Is it Richmond wide? I like working in Hanover. I I thought before it would be fun to travel, um, even just to Richmond. But I I really feel like it's important to to work where you live. A long time ago, I read something about how people when they find their way, they always they usually end up leaving their home. And to me, it's important to to really build your community. And I just love Ashland so much that I feel like there's so much potential here that... It's home for you, too. It's home. In and a lot I'm, of different ways. Yeah, and I'm really, I'm really proud of, of where I live. And um, I want everybody else that lives here to be proud of it, too. Yeah. Who are most of your clients today? Like, what types of organizations? I work a lot with schools, um, private residents. Um, Tell me more about that. You don't have to give me a specific example, but when you go into a private residence, what are you? What's the actual artwork? So um, it's whatever they want. So I have this one lady who wanted a room in her bar area. She has a, a bar room. Okay. And she entertains all the time, and. Because of the size of the room, the scale of it, wallpapers. So she wanted wallpaper at first. Mm. I love interior design also. So this is a, this was so fun for me. Um, the scale of wallpaper is too small. Mm. So when you have a big room that has like 12 foot ceilings, if you put standard wallpaper on it, I think they can only print to like 24 inches. It looks like a pattern. Right. It looks, it looks basic. It looks like wallpaper. It looks like wallpaper. And and I know I, I could do better than that. Um, so she wanted something that was really fun. She had her inspiration board, and I kind of went off of that and gave her a room that when you walk into it, there's just this wow factor that you're not going to find anywhere else. Can you tell me what's in the what you painted? I painted, so it's called the jungle room. Okay. So if you can imagine, you go into this room, so it was all black. And I think it's it's an octagon. There are eight walls. That's unusual. Eight walls, I want to say 14 feet at the highest because it comes into a peak. And it was painted all black, and I painted these jungle leaves that came up like up to probably about eight feet. And then I had some tree branches that came down with some vines and a couple of leopards. Okay. And it was wild. The idea is you're in the middle of the jungle drinking a... a yeah, you're in the middle an of old, An old whatever drink is, an old maid or something. <laughs> or a pina colada or yeah. something. More jungle theme, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was that was the biggest project that I had ever done, 
um, the most intimidating that I had ever done. Because before you start these things, you, you really don't know exactly what to expect. Did she want jungle or did you suggest jungle? She wanted... I think we came up with it together. There was a lot of there were a lot of jungle elements in in the initial idea and we kind of just brought it together. It was never called the jungle room until it was finished. The, the basic description before you started painting, that room sounds wild to begin with. Eight walls and they they peak that Peaked at the center. I think it's 14 feet, 11 feet along before you get to the trim. Yeah, it's like a castle. It's a beautiful home. Um, that's and this room is just set off, set off the kitchen, and overlooks the pool and the backyard. So it's, it's a really, it's a really amazing space. Um, Your next five clients. How many of those five are going to be asking for, uh, well, tell me what the next five clients typically would ask for. The next five? Well, it depends on who they are because I do a lot of work with schools. So I do logos. Okay. Um, or I, guess I love botanical elements. So I have other clients that like, um, like flowers and um, leaves, animals. So I really, I like doing it all because I get bored with, um, I get bored easily if I paint something too much. So the last job I did was for Randolph-Macon and we did a little um, photo op mural where you stand in front of the wings, Buzz's wings, and then behind you is like a little mini scene of Randolph-Macon. It's all paint. It's all painted. Um, but it actually says Randolph Macon in their um in their typeface, sans serif, because serifs are hard. Um and where is that on campus? It's in the library. Okay. Yeah, it's in the library. So I just finished that one last week. Um So you're busy. I'm busy enough. I'm busy to where I um, I really don't have to do too much outreach, um, but that's 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 the fun part I think finding the jobs that you want to do. Do you ever turn clients down? Yes, okay. I do. Um, if I don't feel like I'm the right person. Do you usually know somebody to refer them to? I, so I don't know many muralists, but I have referred people to somebody else that I'm just familiar with their work and I know they're more experienced than me. Mm. And, and I, um, you know, if they're a better fit for the job. How many muralists live in Hanover County and work in Hanover County? I don't know. Are you the only one? I don't know. You really don't know? <laughs> I have no idea. You, MH Studios have been around for what, five years? I guess five years to no, I started painting five years ago, but I guess technically on paper, three, okay. four, I don't know. So just before the pandemic? Just before the pandemic. Did yeah. the pandemic affect you in any good or bad ways? Well, so when I decided that I wanted to be a muralist, 
or just go after my own thing. That was, um, that was in 2018. And we had just bought our house. We were getting settled in Ashland. And I knew that, you know, once everything was settled, get through the summer, when the kids go back to school in the fall of 2019, it's going to be game on for Michelle. Ready to roll. We're going to rock it. And then, like, three months later, or however, then 2020 happened, and... Um, the world stopped spinning. Yeah. It kind of put a damper on my, on my game. But... But it really didn't. I was still, I still got plenty of jobs with the pandemic. Because it's, it's you and you can come into a place, wear a mask, be distanced and yeah. all that and make it happen. It's just me. It was just me. Um, I actually painted, um, the most memorable one was my first one at Mechanicsville High School when they changed their name from Lee Davis. A lot, lot of work to do there, I imagine. Yeah. And I knew when they were changing it that they would need something. So I was on that ball from the very beginning. Did you do all the painting? I, I did their mascot. I have done a lot of their, um, lot of work in the, the school, at the gym, outside. I've gone back many times there. But it's funny that um, it was my first... It was my first mural. I didn't really have much to show. I didn't have my tablet where I, where I basically do everything on now. So when I went there and I presented them with the idea of the Mustang coming through the wall, um, it was, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> if I look back at it now, it was a little your, watercolor your, painting. Your prototype. My prototype was a little watercolor painting of a horse, and I told him I was like, "This is." Not a great representation of what I can do for you, but I can do a lot better than this. This is just the sketch of what I'm going to put on your wall. So when I did that, I mean, it was so divisive, the, the name change and everything. But the best part was listening to the students when they were walking by um, and their comments about it. Did they know you were there as the artist? So I was there painting it while they were in school. Oh, you did it during school hours. During school hours, they would come by and, you know, I would hear some comments like, hey, you know, that's pretty tight. <laughs> Which, coming from a high schooler... T tight is good, yes. <laughs> so I was, like, so proud and so happy that, like, I actually did something that they liked. And even the people that... Um, you know, didn't agree with the name change. They came up to me and they said that they liked they liked the mural. So I it, I was happy to do something that made it easier. It was bringing people together that may not have come together so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's immediate feedback when you have students walking by and and teenagers are not afraid to share their opinions. No, they're not. They're, and, be, and be blunt about it. They're not. <laughs> and um, but. I got, I got really used to painting in front of people, and every painting has an ugly stage. So, you know, having something up there for a week or so, not done, can be hard. Do you have to go back to ever touch things up, or do they last for a long time? Um, it lasts for a long time unless somebody, touch, unless somebody defaces it. 
it's fine. Gotcha. Has anybody ever defaced anything? You put no, together? never. So nobody's ever defaced it? No, nobody's ever defaced it. It's too high for them to do it anyway. But not all of your work's too high. No, not all of it. But, but, um, but nobody's ever defaced anything you've ever done? No, I don't think so. That's great. Yeah. Because people shouldn't deface things like that. No. Yeah. No. All right, so uh, last question. What are your plans for the future? Anything bigger, different? I, I am... I want... I feel like murals right now... Um, especially with businesses, social media, everything is just so much more seen. And I feel like what I do right now is something that a lot of people could do. Mm. So what I, don't, I, I don't agree with that, but go ahead. <laughs> I want to help people. I want to. I would like to help other people learn this business. You a mentor? Yes, I would like to do that. Um, I also have other projects going on i have a lot of little things a lot of big things up in the air um so i'm not exactly sure what's gonna happen it's like gardening you paint plant a lot of seeds mm -hmm. and see what sprouts and then you keep the ones that work the best very cool well awesome yeah. how do people find you you can find me on my instagram at michelle.hollander it's h-o-l-l-e-n-d-e-r or you can find me on my website, michellehollander.com. There it is. With the same E. The same E. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Well, Michelle's great meeting you today. And thanks so much for uh, talking to us about your business. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.